Let's, let's boogie. Uh, we're back. It's Friday. Bonus bills. 1975. This is the bonus show. I'm Bonus Bran. Bonus Danny here. Also, Dave Cologne, everybody. This is the bonus show where we pick three songs from other charts that weren't the Hot 100. That's right. Uh, I'm going to be covering the R&B chart. Danny here. I'll be covering the adult contemporary chart, but in the 70s, it's referred to as the easy listening chart. And I am going to cover the cowboy cuts. (laughs) The hot country singles of 1975. Yep. So let's get into it. I'm going to go first, I guess, since I'm already plugged in. Nope. I'll lead us so that I can uh, do the um, bookends. The cowboy cuts. I have my segment at the end. (sighs) (laughs) Okay. Fuck you. (laughs) You're wrong. Bazing. HBO thing. HBO theme before shows. (laughs) Okay. Danny's here, but there's a couple other people here. Not the stenographer either. Different show. Dan Easy Listinning is here. Stinson Temporary. Temporarily. There was another one that I can't remember. Um, oh, Dolt Danny. Mm-hmm. Dolt Danny, also here. Covering the Easy Listening charts. Chart. Chorts. Of 1975. Three songs. Um... This chart, like the Hot 100, and like your guys' charts as well, as we've discussed, very long. A lot of songs. A lot of songs. A um, lot of overlap. Too many songs. Too many songs. A ton of overlap. They give every. They give. They give everybody a number one hit back then. I'm just gonna list the right? artists. I know Brandon hates when I do this, but I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm list gonna, them. I'm just gonna list the artists, mm-hmm. not the song titles. The artists. Okay. With overlap from the Hot 100 chart on the easy list. There chart. were artists. As far and wide as my butt. Okay, <laughs> Barry Manilow, Carpenters, of course, Eagles, John Denver, Eagles, America, Ange, <laughs> Blowjob Thomas, <laughs> uh, Neil Sedaka, some other artists from previous years, Captain and Tennille, Ange, <laughs> <laughs> Carpenters. <laughs> Yeah, it repeats a lot. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other overlap. Barry Manilow, I've said that already. Different Glenn Campbell song. Not playing that. Oh, I thought you meant a different it, Glenn Campbell. Is it Wichita <laughs> Lyman or no? The other Glenn Campbell song was, uh, it's called Country Boy, oh. unfortunately. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah, thank God. Thank it's God. called Country Boy, You Got Your Feet in L.A. That's been, why it didn't hit number yeah. one on the main chart, because he didn't thank God. <laughs> so to kick things off. Yeah. Orange. I was very close to picking a Ringo song. I didn't. What song? Cover of Only You. It's pretty good. Hmm. It, it actually is pretty good. It's like the first Ringo song in the 70s that I actually like really enjoy. Um, there was a Donnie and Marie song. I forget what I'm doing here. Okay. <laughs> February 22nd for one week on the Easy Listening chart is this one. Some 
This is Nightingale by Carol King. Yes. Fantastic. Really good. This vibe already is so great. I love this. Yeah. This is the second song you played from her on... Probably from on, that album. Uh, what's maybe. it called? No, I think this is from a couple years ago. Um, oh, no, this album's more more recent in the 70s. Wraparound Joy is yeah. the album. This is the second song. It's not from Tapestry. The song you played wasn't from Tapestry either. Right. And I like it more almost in Tapestry. It's... Like this more evolved. It's, so good. Yeah, it's fantastic. I was immediately obsessed with this. Um, so it's written by Carol King and David Palmer on Wraparound Joy, her album from '74. Just the vocals are outstanding. If there's anything else worth mentioning, okay, Carol King's the lead singer of this song. Her daughters Louise and Sherry sang backup. How old were they? At the time they were children, it says. They don't have their specific ages, but they were very young. Uh, I'm trying to hear for child voice. That's them right there. That's yeah. 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 Amazing. Just makes you feel just so great. All right, we can move on. This one is amazing. Okay. Another one where the vocals are very impressive. I know the singer. Who is this? Phoebe Snow. Phoebe Snow. Yeah. It's called Poetry Man. Really, really great. I think this was on my Discover Weekly one time. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. It's just a phenomenal vibe, and it sounds like a like one of the '90s singer-songwriters. I know to me. she sounds yeah. like um, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, like as soon as I heard one. it, I was like, "This is 1975." This Linda sounds Perry. like what was going on in the '90s. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Whoa. Yeah, she like just all over the place. It's amazing. great acoustic I, I love it and there's an interesting choice instrumentally coming in a second that I thought I was pretty surprised by in the song Kazoo I love the, the riffs not a kazoo no <laughs> it's coming in soon so it's one week on the easy listening chart she got a Grammy nomination for best new artist in 75 she lost to uh, Marvin Hamlish. <laughs> Fair. Written by her, produced by Dino Irali. It's on her debut. Irali. Self- <laughs> self-titled it? debut album. Really, Irali? Supposedly, the song is about Jackson Brown. Really? Oh, I mean Riley. O'Reilly. <laughs> Casey Kasem made this claim on the American Top 40 show. It was later dispelled by Snow as a rumor that had arisen only because Brown was the first musician she had toured with after the release of the song. So it was made up. But that was a rumor for a bit. What a weird rumor. Yeah. Casey Casey. <laughs> Dude, I didn't know he stirred shit up. <laughs> Casey Casey. A lot of cover versions of it. Yeah. It's a very famous song. Oh, Queen Latifah recorded the, a cover okay. of this. I, that might be the version I heard as well. On her Grammy-nominated album, Did Travel No, I heard, the, I heard her version. Okay. 
That's exactly what it was. Is Latifah's version on my right here? Spotify. Sack solo. What a what a weird, interesting choice. I thought that's like a, weird. Yes, on a song, on, a, on an acoustic, like folkier song like this, definitely. No. Well, it's like jazzy. I don't know. It's I a thought very it was jazzy chords. Poetry is like jazz, but like I thought words. Is a strange choice for this, personally. I thought it was interesting. I Do really. You know, okay, jazz to music is what poetry is to words. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I thought that was a surprise. I was surprised by nah, saxophone. I wasn't shocked. I was really yeah, waiting for some kind of bass. It's jazz, man, jazz. I was waiting for a kazoo. Uh, you said that wasn't kazoo, but something like that, like a weird instrument like that. I thought saxophone was a bizarre choice for this. It feels like a '90s female singer songwriter. I feel like a wash chug would come in. I will move on, but I'm obsessed with the vocals most of all. Okay. Okay. This is. This sounds '80s. Fantastic. This song is about to shift. It's not this vibe. It sounds like hair metal. Shift completely. A hair metal ballad. Or like meatloaf right here. Yeah. It's, It's not though at all. It becomes. I'm not kidding. Maybe the most relaxing song I've ever heard. It's true, easy listening, this song. Like, the easiest listening ever. Okay. It's going to switch in a second. There's actually a story behind this song, too. Is there a story behind this long It's a intro? weird intro. This is the actual what? song. Yeah, that was the intro, though. Amazing. What it's is, so what chill. Is this? Michael Martin Murphy. That's his <laughs> name. The song is called Wildfire. It's just the most relaxing thing I've ever heard. I love this. This also sounds 90s, too. A little yeah. bit. I want to get to the chorus and I'll say the uh, the story behind this song. She was on a pony. I heard it's, this is like pop country. I know, and I was like pleasantly surprised at how much I liked it. Oh wait, it's not. Yeah, it's not here yet. This I like. I yeah, yeah. What this is, is that? awesome? I love that. Yeah, isn't this great? I love this. It sounds like it's re-recorded. Is it? I don't think so. This is from 75? Yeah, yes. It sounds like 1987. That's what I'm saying. That's why I, I really like it. Yeah, I love this. I'm, I don't believe it's actually from 75. <laughs> okay. I mean, you could you could like look it up if you want. What is the name of the song? Wildfire. He, he wrote it in 68. Chad Michael Murray, what did you say? <laughs> Michael Martin Murphy. Here it is, this. amazing <laughs> yeah, this is from 82 no it isn't Murphy and Kanzler co-wrote wildfire in 1968 I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now released February 1975 I'm looking at it right here so by the dark of the moon Michael Martin Murphy, Wildfire. It's on his album from 1982. 
Okay, cool. It was released in February. All right, I'm, I'm going to get really angry. <laughs> it seems like 80, I, 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 yeah. I think it sounds like 88 or 7. But I know. That's why it's awesome, because it's not. Murphy re-recorded Wildfire for a new album in 97. That's not what this is. I don't know. He was quoted no, by... No, because there's a separate thing. That's not what this is. He was quoted by Billboard by saying, as saying that what many considered his signature song. This broke my career wide open and on some level still keeps it fresh because that song appeals to kids. Yeah. It always has. I know. I, I have that open as well. It kept my career fresh? It appeals to kids? In what way? This is from 1997. There's a story with a song. Um, if this is not from, play the 97 version then. I don't have an internet connection. I'm not doing it. All right. You guys are really, really pissing me off. Okay. Really, really. Like, I'm, I'm, re- I'm going to, like, flip out. This is the re-recorded version. On the best of? When did the best of come out? The, the version from 75, that lick is a guitar part. The bada bada boom bada bada boom uh, Well, all right. That's probably why I like it so much. I wonder what the... So, Here. All right, let's listen the, to the 75 version. Where do you have it? On YouTube? I yeah. called it. I really... Do you hear that? My ear is so good. Is for that one? That version is from '82. It's from '97. No. <laughs> it's not. Oh wait, this version. Hold on. That's what I just played. You just play that. So this is from the '82 oh, best of album. Okay. Let's see what's on YouTube. <laughs> This is the 75 version. It sounds the same. <laughs> oh, this sounds newer. Right, because that's a guitar there. All right, it's a little different. Okay, oh, my bad. She like, we don't play re-release versions, remastered versions of songs and board bills all the time. This is arguably better. I like this a lot. So there's a there's an 82 version and then there's a 90 version also. There's a 97 version. Where are you getting the 82 well, version from? The fact that you guys are this curious means I did a good the job. The best of and Michael Martin Murphy song. came out in 1982 and it has Wildfire on but it. But he re-recorded it in 82. In 82, this is the 82 version that Dan played. All right. In 2007, Letterman developed a sudden fascination with this song, discussing the song and its lyrics, particularly the line about leaving Sod Bustin' behind with Paul Schaefer over the course of several weeks. He developed an obsession with this song on Letterman. Dave, you listen to what I'm saying? Yes. Okay, over several weeks. I like this. It led to Murphy's being invited on the show to perform Wildfire, Letterman described the song as haunting and disturbingly mysterious, but always lovely, and surmised that the performance would leave the studio audience with a palpable sense of mysticism, melancholy, and uplifting well-being. What the hell? Letterman just, for out of nowhere in 07 on his show, just like obsessed over this, and they got him on the show. (laughs) That was like a great story um, that I read about it. All right, well... I guess a big part of why I liked it is because it was literally recorded in the 80s. <laughs> the re-recorded version. Right. Um, but it's a great Wait, song. Why do you think it was recorded in the 80s? 
because he, he put out a best of in '82. But does that mean you record well, all your he songs? Well, played, Brandon played the uh, the the song. It is a little different uh, from '75. Yeah, it has a synth or a, like a recorder type thing. Right. In the '80s version, and it's a guitar in the '70s version. Right. Okay. And his voice. Did he is record a it again in the '90s? I can't find. I'm trying to find that. I have it right here. It's so weird that this song has so much like history. I know. I was like fascinated by reading about it. I, mean, I did not know about the recordings. Oh, so that's a little different. This it's is definitely different. Th- this is different. That's the '90s version. It's with piano too. Which is, there was a piano when I played. Dave. Right, a- the piano cut out. Yeah, Dave, asshole. She comes down it's my favorite version, by the way. The '97 version. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Wow, what a crazy... All, all three of us with three different versions to play for this song. I stand by it. It's great. And it's one of the most relaxing and beautiful songs I've ever heard. I like it I like now. it a lot. Yeah. But I mean, the the 97 version is the best, no, clearly. It no, the 82 one is great. You weren't even listening to it. You were just trying to like get to the bottom of it and ruin me on this show. You weren't even listening to what I was playing. How could I get to the bottom, bottom of it if I wasn't listening? You know what I mean? <laughs> Right. He said, is this a recorder? He heard it. I said, this, this is a recorder. And I said, this is a re-recorder. <laughs> Ding. All right. All right. Cool. So well, those are my easy listening picks. Just. I love that wildfire one. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Carol Another King way. Song. Wait, actually, this is just another way Dan sneaks extra picks onto the show. <laughs> oh, because of the other versions of it? Yeah, <laughs> it's another way. Um, you should have just played all three. Yeah, well, I didn't. That I didn't read. I didn't know that there was all these re-recordings of that song. But there's another America song called "Lonely People." That's a really good one. I almost included that. Do you know that song, Brandon? No. That was also on the list. Eleanor Eleanor Rigby. There was, there was something else I really liked. I was very close to including that I wanted to. All right, I'll comment on all forty-four of mine too. <laughs> it's not. No, there was just one other one. God damn it! There was like one other one I really liked. All right, I'm gonna oh, start. Oh, Neil Sedaka had like a political song called "The Immigrant." That was really good. The Immigrant song? It's just no, it's just called "The Immigrant." Uh, there was a Carpenters. I didn't include Carpenters. I know I usually do, but I didn't. All right, so my first pick is uh, gonna be Dave. This is a long intro. I kind of want to like skip ahead in a second. I didn't know this one. I'm gonna skip forward here. How long? Parentheses. Betcha got a chick on the side by the Pointer Sisters. Oh, cool. Were they bigger in the '80s? They have big songs in the '80s. The '80s. I've never heard of this before. This is cool. So the album cover is really cool. It's like high heel wedges, but they're like open-toed Converse. Oh, sweet. It's like pretty, like gritty, like just kind of like not sloppy, but just it's all you can hear everything like really raw. Yeah, I love the hook. It's very like modern hip hop. Yeah. 
They're Ying Yang twins, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is sweet. All right, so now here's the 1997 re-recording of this. No, just kidding. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I like this one. I a literally lot. do did way more homework and research than you guys for my easy listening chart, and I like didn't pull that <laughs> piece of information. There's still like five minutes left for the song. It's pretty long. <laughs> did um, they coin the phrase "chick on the side"? Maybe. Wow. Let's see. You had Brandon. You had mentioned I write the songs of Bear Manilow before. That was on the, oh, easy list, uh, even on the easy listening chart. And our Garfunkel, I only have eyes for you. It was really good. That's, so that's really good. That was really good. All right, my second pick. Um, I think this one was good. I, know you got I, don't <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, and James Taylor, how sweet it is to be loved by okay, you. Okay, we're Classic. on my chart now, cool. and I'm trying to. I was, well, I wasn't done talking, and I got interrupted before. I wasn't done going over my easy listening chart. You guys ruined my thing. You ruined my life. Continue, Brandon. Sorry. I'm hoping I'm picking the right one because I don't remember if this is the one that I liked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Great. This is Love Unlimited with the song I Belong to You. Oh, the uh, the orchestra, right? Yeah. yeah. Barry White's. Barry White's thing, yeah. Orchestra. What's the name of this one again? Sorry. I Belong to You. I thought it was a little, little different because um, there's a lot of stuff that's like samey. I like that it's like a little throwback, but with a little flair. Yeah. Yeah. Those hits are cool. Dun, dun. So, Dan, for the stuff, for chore chart, kind of. Do you hear, like, you, can you count it? It's pretty oh, weird. Oh, oh. Two, three, four, one. So two, here it's three, in time. Four, one. Shut up, Dave. Just wait, wait till it comes back yeah. around. One, two, three, four, five, six. 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 One, two. Now? Yeah, but is they they got past the part. One, two, yeah, but you three, don't four, get it. Five, six. Hold on. One two three four five six. One two three four five six. One two three four five six. Two three four five six. One two three four five six. Two four five six. Four five six. You suck, Dave. I thought they skipped a beat on the earlier part. I feel like I heard what you were talking about before. Well, whatever. Who cares? I mean, it's more <laughs> unusual than 4-4, four, four, I guess. It's in 12-8, technically, I guess. But I thought there was a bar of 5 in there. Anyway, yeah, that's cool. I only listened to it once. One, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> I one, do like two, it. Three, I like four, the, I love um, the song. I love the song. This, okay, this is the only one that I was like, okay, I love this. Where a big discovery for me. Awesome. Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Great. Featuring Sharon Page. Hope that we can be together soon. This is amazing. There's a there's a big hit by them that I know, Harold Levin and the Blue Notes. I think they do um If You Don't Know Me by yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. Like the ones Maybe. who wrote that. 
long intros. Purdy shuffle there. Classic, like it's like a classic song, but again with like a more like hip yeah, flair. I love her voice. Sounds more honestly, but the vocal is very good on this. Because this, I mean, this is a cover. I just don't know who did the original. Okay. Yeah, I love this vocalist. So that's my chart. Um, everything else I didn't really finish listening to, or was on the other chart. <laughs> All right. Chart. Some really good re-recorded tracks you played. <laughs> hey, you're back. Yeah, mate. A little Davy. Um, this is my country chart. My name is Blue Jean Davy. Um, big John Denver fan. Big John Denver fan. Blue Jean Davy. The first song I'm going to play is from 1997. It's called Wildfire by <laughs> Michael Martin Murphy. <laughs> He's a big country artist. Was this song on the country chart? Uh, it wasn't. He's like a huge. He's like known as like a big country guy. Not that huge. <laughs> Not as big as my ten gallon hat. I'll tell you what. Okay, so let's hit it, hit on over to nineteen seventy five. Um, the first song I'm gonna pick is by an artist we've heard before on my on my chart, my chart, the country chart. Um, I think she's always a cut above. I think she's always putting in more work. I think she's just overall just way better than any other country artist ever. That's mainstream. We know her. We love her. Her name is Dolly Parton. Hell yeah. A sheep was named after her. The first uh, cloned sheep was named after Dolly Parton. Do you know that, Dan? No. Don't care. She And that sheep died on on uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> it's called a bargain store. I was intrigued by this intro. It's kind of like a murder mystery sound. My life is like a Lacking. 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 I do like that. Um, Lacking that. But yeah, because this sound is so much different than the other intros of the country charts. I picked it. I can't wait to listen to more than 20 seconds of this song. Because it sounds like it's going to be good. Also, I love a good bargain. Borgen. Love a good Borgen star. No, but I did Borgen. listen. Check out this. This is just like Appalachian Mountain people backing vocals and during a chorus. Check it out. Okay. She's like kind of almost like, you know, like when um Robert Plant does like the, those like folky stuff. Yeah. 
It's like almost Irish sounding. Yeah. But so different than everything else on the uh, country chart. Yeah, she's much just she's just better. Dependable Dolly. This is really cool. I love this. Okay, so that was March 29th. Hit number one for one damn week. Let's move on to the next song. I'm not I'm not Lisa by Jesse Coulter. A little bit more delicate. Mm-hmm. Lullabyish. Lullabyish. It's slower than most of the other song intros, so it captivated me. These 20 seconds right here. I'm not Lisa. I also have a friend named Lisa. My name and uh, <laughs> I like this song because I like my friend Lisa. It reminds me of my friend Lisa. Even though she's saying I'm not Lisa, it still has Lisa in the, in the title. Did you come up with that thought 10 minutes ago when you listened to the song for the first yes. time? <laughs> <laughs> she was also married. This is Jesse Coulter. She was married to Waylon Jennings. Ooh. The, the country legend, Waylon Jennings. All these goddamn, gosh damn, darn love <laughs> triangles in the country world. But so Le- I think this song is about, um, she's saying, I'm not Lisa. You keep thinking of Lisa when you see me. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm in a relationship with you now. You gotta forget about Lisa. I'm. I think her name is like Jenny in the song or something like that. <laughs> oh, or I think you're the artist. Okay. So. Take like a yeah. Sim- Simpsons. Talk about the Simpsons. Inspiration for Lisa Simpson. <laughs> and we'll go back. We'll go to her, my last track real quick. It's the last song the chart in 75 in the country charts. Last song to hit number one. For two weeks, C.W. McCall with his Callan song, Convoy. It's a gimmick track of the year. Here we go. Cab over Pete with a reefer <laughs> on and a Jimmy hauling hogs. We is heading for bear on What's the guy's name? Ray Thomas? No, Ray. Stevens. Uh, Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens would be proud. Yeah. Listen to this chorus. What? Oh my god. <laughs> It almost sounds like um, it also almost sounds like um, like you know how like in, what's her name Rebecca Black had like she like worked with like a songwriter like a team agency or yeah, a team. yeah yeah so it's like a pre-made track and he's just like doing his little like stuff over it because that backing vocal that vocal in the chorus is so different from this part very yeah what's going on with that bizarre anyway. We got a great big convoy. Yeah. 
That's great. Good work. In a short amount of time, not bad. Not bad. Way to put something together, Dave. Hell yeah. All right, Dan. All right, close things out with a fan favorite segment and board bills here. This is Millennial Matchup. A.K.A. Dave. The Comparables. The Comparables. The Comparables. The Comparables. The Comparables. Okay. This is where yours truly, Danny Boy. Um, I, I don't know. I forget. Oh, I, uh, I compare songs from the current decade to some of the hit songs we talked about yesterday on the Hot 100 chart from 1975. So you go exactly 40 years difference. 40-year gap. So, this week, we will be comparing a few songs that hit number one on the Hot 100 chart in 1975 to songs that hit number one on the Hot 100 chart in 2015. And let me tell you, they're awful in 2015. Really bad. Most of it's bad. It's bad. I can't... I'm trying to, like, think... I've, I don't want to make any guesses, but I'm, I have, like, maybe one artist that I think maybe appears. Okay. Um... I was a little more sure of the other years. Right. You were very confident. You were correct with... You've been correct with a few of the uh, current decade picks. Um, oh, Dan, before you do that, I just yes. want to say, December 29th, 1975, a bomb explosion at LaGuardia Airport in New York City kills 11 people. Damn. Forgot to do that last episode. Right. Well, thank you for that uh, de- uh, depressing check-in. <laughs> uh, Dave's depressing... Dave's depressing... <laughs> diatribe. <laughs> right. Oh, Wildfire is on, uh, I'm just looking at my Spotify here. It's on the Bandit soundtrack, a movie with Bruce Willis and Billy, yeah, Bob, I saw that Billy too. Bob Thornton. <laughs> I saw that too, actually. Billy Bob Bandit. I'm Billy Bob, Billy Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bob, Billy Bob. All right, here we go. Got to start with the biggest song of each year. Always do it. Going to continue to do it. This right. is the biggest hit of 1975. The winner of 1975. We loved it. Yeah, we were very... I can almost guarantee you won't like this song from 2015 better, but you have to do the comparables. this will be the biggest song from 2015. Biggest song from 2015. That's a 40-year difference. 40-year difference. Is it... No, don't guess. Don't guess. Don't, don't, please. You guys have already ruined my thing on this show. (laughs) Don't, don't ruin me again. Stop ruining my life. Can I write it down? No. No, that's the same. It still affects me the same way. You're not writing it down. No, but I'll, I'll show it to you after if I was right. Okay, here we go. Biggest song of 2015, unfortunately. Uh, were you right? Oh, you guessed the artist right. Yeah, I didn't know the song. Yeah. I thought so, we were uh, starting to get into his territory. Yeah, you're right. Bam, bam. So, uh, it's this song. I liked it at first. I kind of hate it now. I hate it. <laughs> Have you always hated it, like, from, from the get-go? I heard it once and didn't dislike it, and then I heard it another time and hated it. <laughs> it's huge. It's at every wedding. It's um, at every... I don't, I don't, like, hate it, but I... It's just whatever. Mark Ronson. I hate it. It deserves Bruno your hate, Mars. Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Please... Uh, I know. Fast I, forward a little bit. Oh, what happened? No, I like the other song that's like from this. Oh, fast forward, and it's the exact same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, it's yeah, Captain Tennille. I mean, it's not even close. It was our favorite song Captain of the Tenille year. Captain is my yeah. favorite song. It's the first time that the biggest song of the year was our favorite unanimously. Oh, really? I think so. Probably yeah, at least in the seventies yeah. for sure. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. 
you're most, a little bit we more like the outsider. most popular song. Yeah, the best. Usually. We're more yeah. outsider usually. Yeah, we're more deep cuts. Yeah. Deep cut number ones. All right, Bruno. You can fuck off a little yeah. bit with this song. Okay, let's move on. Okay, so this was My Eyes Adored You, Frankie Valley. Right. Song we discussed on the <laughs> <laughs> we, discussed. we discussed it. And there was some discrepancy about what the song's actually about. <laughs> Basically, Dave said it is more of a romance. I pointed out That's that. This is more of a stalker. Stalker, I'm sorry. Yeah, stalker. The creepy like right. lawyer guy. Not his intention, but it's what came across. Yeah. But as I pointed out, in the musical uh, Jersey Boys, this song is used in a scene where it's right after his daughter in real life dies. Right. And they play this song. He sings. I think he sings it. Um, make believe you're married to me. Yeah, you're talking about his daughter. <laughs> so anyway... That was the intention in the musical, so I thought it would only make sense to put this head-to-head with another song that's a tribute to somebody who died. Oh, Fast and the Furious? <laughs> yeah. Okay. R.I.P. Paul Walker. Pour this one is out. A, this is a better song. <laughs> this meant more to me when I heard Charlie this song. Charlie Puth, also from New Jersey and went to Berkeley. Puth, mm-hmm. Jersey boy. Uh, yeah, from Rumson, not too far from here. Okay. And Wiz Khalifa. Let's just get to the Wiz part, and then we'll uh, I'll cut this shit off. I like this one more. What are you What are you going for? No, I remember, my eyes the, you. I remember the moment in the movie when this came out, and I actually did get emotional. I don't, you know. I, lo- I love the movie. It's a good, good moment. I, lo- in the movie. I love the movie. I never felt anything by my eyes adore you. Here we go. <laughs> I love Wiz so much. I love his diction. So yeah, it's Wiz Khalifa, Wiz Khalifa, and uh, Charlie Puth. See you again. Huge hit in 2015. Like, and it's a Grover Cleveland. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pick this one. I love Fast and Furious. Yeah, Paul Walker. Definitely catchier than uh, My Eyes Adore You. Way really catchier. I'm not sold on that song yet. This one I like. This is better than My <laughs> Eyes Adore You. <laughs> Frankie Valley. Okay, two to one. Sorry, Brandon. It's this a more meaningful better. song, though. Right, and that song isn't actually about his daughter. It's just used in the musical. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that song was rejected by um, Motown, I read earlier. Oh, really? It wasn't good enough for Mot- oh, wow. Motown. This is Furious 7. That's right. what this is from, Furious 7. Okay. That's a little Frankie right. Valley-ish. Okay. That reminds me of that one Charles Gambino song. Uh, when he's uh, from Camp. Camp? Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Boom. Close Things Out, 1975. Island Girl, Elton John. Very fun. Very fun. Yeah. Very great. We talked about it. Great song. This was your, like, what, 11th favorite? Uh, my 10th, I think. <laughs> I thought it would only be appropriate to have an island girl go up against okay. Rihanna. an island Rihanna. guy. Rihanna. No. Oh. I thought it would only be appropriate for an island girl to go up against an island Sean guy. Sean Kingston? <laughs> Not Sean Kingston. <laughs> His name is Omi. I don't know if you guys remember this song. Ami oh. or Omi. He's from Jamaica. This song is great. Cheerleader. Yeah, it's cheerleader. Yeah, it's a good song. I forgot about this song. This beats Island Girl a thousand times over for me. 
I love this song. Yeah, I might be more into this song too, but I like them both. Island guy versus island girl because he's from Jamaica. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually the remix. This is the remix. This is what hit number one. I love this song. It's so fun. It's a good song too. Yeah. The melody is good and everything. Yeah. It's auto tuned, like right here. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember this one, Brandon? Very, very, very barely. This was big. People, yeah. I, I remember this. This hit number one too, which is pretty great. <laughs> She's his cheerleader. <laughs> I just little part here. Yeah, a little. Yeah. 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 I'm going for this just because of uh, yeah, hands down. I'm going for this, but they're close. It's closer for me. I like Island Girl. Okay. Also in uh, 2015 is Blank Space, Taylor Swift. Um, I don't remember how that goes. Oh, Bad Blood also. Oh, you should Swift Why didn't Kendrick. you do Bad Blood versus Bad Blood? That would have been a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Was Bad Blood Neil Sadaka? Yeah. Yeah, to miss that opportunity. <laughs> damn it. Like, the most obvious thing I could have done. I have some notes. <laughs> on your segment, I want to take over your segment. I think. <laughs> God damn it! I, I was so happy that I came up with Island Girl versus that Island Guy. That one's good. You should have kept that one for sure. And the death tribute, and then the biggest songs. I guess you're right, but Bad Blood is too bad. much of a slam dunk. The death tribute wasn't real. Wasn't real. Yeah. Yeah. But I had to play that Paul Walker. I had to play that That's song. Fair. Uh, bad Blood versus Bad Blood. God damn it. Uh, oh, can't feel my face. The weekend, also 2015. Um. What do you mean, Justin Bieber? Oh, that was a good one, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Not, a, not a bad year. It's pretty bad. Um, not a bad year. The Hills, The weekend, also number one. It's not bad. Not bad. And Hello by Adele. Close out the bad. year. Uh, bad. It's bad. It's, it's bad. Bad. <laughs> All right. All right. Bonus bills, 1975. <laughs> Missed bills. opportunity bills. We did it. <laughs> we did do it. it. It was done. You can't say we didn't do this episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.